0: Happy Sabbath. Uh, thank you, Brother Helvis, for this wonderful song. Uh, before we start, let's uh, quickly say a word of prayer. The Heavenly Father, we are asking for a special blessing this morning, for your presence to be in the midst of us. You promise wherever two or three are gathered, you will be here today. Honor your promise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um. A shepherd, stories story told, a shepherd had one day a hundred sheep. And one of the sheep realized his life was kind of boring. You know, the exact same grass every day, go to the same place, not much fun going on at all. The shepherd is kind of like a square. He realized, you know what, one of those days, I'm going to make a run for it. I'm going to just leave this thing behind and go for the other side. Because I've checked it out and the other side, trust me. Has way better grass than this place here. So one day. While the shepherd wasn't looking. He took the run. He made it out. And took off. And he was so happy. Because the shepherd did not see him. So he's running, he's running, he's running. Got to the spot he was looking for. Only to realize. That what he thought was green grass. Was poison ivy. He'd be like, oh my goodness. He said, well, maybe, you know, maybe that's the wrong spot. Let me keep going further and further. And as he's going down to the road, he's beginning to listening and hear the growling of lion and the owl of the wolf. And he realized then his life is in danger. Back at the farm, the shepherd now began to do some counting and realized one of his sheep is what? Is missing. Now, if I was the shepherd, I would have been out. You know what? Thank God I have 99 left. You know. Only one (laughs) day. Whatever. Just forget about it. But see the shepherd wasn't like me. And wasn't like you. And he realized he had to do something before it was too late. He put the 99 in safety. Got his lamp. And went out for that one sheep that was lost. Now realize now. In his search. The shepherd's life. Was in danger because at any place, at any spot, a lion can come out, or a wolf, a pack of wolf can come out and take his life. But none of these things dissuade or discourage the shepherd in his journey for the lost sheep. He's calling out through the night, searching and searching, because he knows if he can't find his sheep, that sheep will be soon dead. Now. This story, of course, we all know this story. It is the story of Jesus giving to his disciple about the love of God. The loving Father that we have. Understand that all world in the universe is just a speck of dust. We are nothing compared to the rest of the universe. Now, if you realize the closest planet to us, I mean, we are pretty much pale in comparison. But yet, the great God of heaven, the Lord of lords. Realize this one sheep now needs my help. And I'm going to leave everything behind. Leave my throne. Come into this world. Born in what? In a stable. Among the animals. Why? Because this one sheep is in need of me. See, the sheep knew that he was lost. He knew he was in trouble. But he didn't know how to get his way back home. And the shepherd knew that. And he was coming for him. Do you realize how much you are worth for God? Have you ever stopped and count? Why will God do all of this thing just for me? What do I have to give God? There's a psalm that says, you know, what shall I give unto the Lord? For all is what? For his goodness toward me. The Bible said, let this man be in you who was in Christ Jesus. Who in what? Was the form of God. Did not consider to be robbery. To be made equal to God. made himself of what of no reputation he have humbled himself in the form of a man and having found himself in the form of a man he humbled himself even more by dying the death of the cross have you ever stopped to take a journey or walk into your mind so to speak in Gethsemane as Christ is coming to that last night with his disciple he is walking slowly to the garden and he said my soul Is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. I am so sad, I feel like dying. Now, why would Christ be so sad? Because at this moment now, God was transferring the sin, your sin, my sin, the sin of the entire world into this lamb. Behold, the lamb of God that does what? Take away the sin of the world. For the lamb to take the sin of the world, the lamb has to shed his blood. The lamb has to die. He had humbled himself in Gethsemane. And he's coming to that cup. We realize again, why? The devil said, why would you want to go through all of this for them? They don't even love you. See, we only love God because God first loved us. For God so loved the world, the Bible said, that he wasn't content in just loving, but he loved so much that he gave the only thing. Well, let me take it back. He gave everything. For you What a loving God. See, as we begin this journey as a Christian now, if you haven't realized it, from time to time, the old man, sin, will knock at the door. He will tug at your heart and calling you back for greener pasture, better land, much more fun, cooler master. And at times, we all feel swayed by the temptation again to leave the love we love. To go out to this world and check it out. And taste now these other strange things. We forgot a time that Christ died and paid the ultimate price for us at Calvary. We realized, you know what? (laughs) I've been a Christian for so long. This could be a little bit boring from time to time. Let's get out there and let's get get down. And the devil is calling us out. And he knows why. Because he knows what he left in heaven. He left the beauty of holiness. He became a rebellion. Why? Because he did not understand that God's love, his ultimate love, is a self-given love. See, you and I love because we want something in return. I love you because, but God loves us in spite of. See, the Bible says, for I love you with everlasting love. With an everlasting, meaning what? It's always been constant. Nothing you do. Could make God love you more. Nothing you do. Could make God love you less. His love for you. Is constant. Why love you so much? Why? Because. You are his child. If you have ever have a child. You understand what I'm saying. If you don't have a child. You will still understand what I'm saying. Because if you have anything that you love. You understand the willingness to go beyond and above. For that one thing, that one person. For God so loved, I said, He gave. So if you can't understand the story of the sheep, let's talk about a different story then. The prodigal son. This son was living in his you know large family, big family, rich family. He had a brother that loves him, he had a father that loves him. But he realized again by the time my father died, you know, to get my stuff back, you know, that's gonna be a little bit wild because my dad, you know, can live a long time. So he fessed it up. He said, you know what, dad? You know what? I'm tired of waiting for you to die. Just give me my inheritance now. Now, you do understand the word inheritance means what? Somebody have to do what? Have to die. <laughs> but he said, I don't want to wait. I just want it right now. Now, his father again. Now, if I was the father, I would have said, what? <laughs> this is my money. <laughs> go make your own. <laughs> well, the father said, all right. You want it? Okay, there you go. And the Bible said that he went into what? A far away land. And there he wasted. Don't forget the word what? He wasted his life away. Away from the Lord is only wastefulness. Away from the Lord is only sorrow and distress. Away from the Lord is only heartache and pain. Away from the Lord, you will never be happy. You can never be happy. So he thought now, by going out there and having it all, having the fun, having everything, that I could be what? I could be happy. Then everything was gone. And all his friends also were gone. And he realized, uh-oh, I'm in trouble now. See, he still have not come into his senses yet. Well, I'm going to work my way. You know what? I can, my dad worked out. He got his money. If I get out there and get a job, I can always get back, you know, to all my old stuff. Nobody gave him a job. See, the devil, you see, his plan is to lure you away from the Lord. And trap you now in this running where you can never get out. Because he keeps putting into your mind, there is no way your father will take you back. You've gone too far. If you realize, if you don't realize how much God loves you, look at the cross. Look at what he was willing to endure for you. Paul said, what? Don't you know you have been bought with a great price? It's like the question is, what meaning what? How in the world you don't know this? This is important because God loved you. He paid the ultimate price for you. Sister, why say that God will have come and died for just one? One person. Can you imagine now? What kind of love is this? He said, well, you know, I, okay, I can't get a job. You know, the only job I can find is to work at the pig style. So I'm a, you know what, that's fine. Somebody ought to stop somewhere, so I'm going to start there. But thing got so bad, so bad, that he was tempted to do what? To eat the pig food. Now, I mean, <laughs> you see, you think, you know, you're sophisticated. You have the Ivy League degree. you beautiful, handsome. The devil don't care. All he wants is to make you eat the pig's food. He wants to bring you down to the dust. He wants to humiliate you. While God said, humble yourself. It's a big difference now between humility and humiliation. The devil wants to humiliate you. God said, humble yourself so I can what lift you up. And as he began to realize now, this is, this is not working. And he came to his senses. And you remember who? Remember his father. See, this is it. I'm going to go home and I'm going to tell my dad, you know, I'm sorry. I realize now that I, I, I've done you wrong. Can you please just give me a spot among your servant. Your servant, have it good. Bible said, you know, for all this time, he's running is going home. And the father now sitting in the front porch from afar off could see his son. What a loving story. From what? From afar, he knew, that is my son coming home. And he did what? He took off and ran and what? To meet his son on his way. Before he even got out a chance to say, dad, I have sinned and began to all his speech, the father hugged him. And said, this is my son that was dead. And now he is what? See, as you are in your journey and you're living again sometime in this world, that we are tempted from time to time to forget, oh, God. We, forget. we all yearn sometimes to, to go out to the world and feel it and taste it. Because the Bible said, now, come and taste and see how God is good. See, the process in tasting, see, I can't taste for you. I can tell you this is good, but you have to do what? See, that's what I say, come and taste. Comment and taste, check it out Comment is how good God is and the only way you could taste God is to spend time with God do you realize the purpose of the Sabbath was that we can taste the love of God see when God created everything if I were God, you know, I was creating I would have created Adam first to show him out check it out Adam, watch this, watch this boom, oh wow no See, God wanted to have everything ready for Adam, his son, for Eve, his daughter. There was nothing lacking for them. So when they came out, everything was what? Was there, except for one thing. That's, I'm going to show something special. See, love is not just made of money and gift. The most important gift you can give to somebody is the gift of what? Of time. And therefore God rested on the seventh day. Not because he was tired. Because he was giving an act of love to his children. So to taste the love of God. To taste the beauty of holiness in this holy day. Is to realize you are privileged to commune with the Lord of heaven. And so we never see the Sabbath as a burden from time to time. What time is it now? Oh Lord. Got five hours to go. (laughs) Before the Sunset. Okay, let's, let's keep count. I've done it. Guilty. You know, I know myself, you know, and I'm talking to myself. And, and I've realized from time to time, and the reason I'm rushing the Sabbath is because, again, I do not enjoy the Lord of the Sabbath. See, if I love God, I would want every day to be what? To be a Sabbath. When you're dating somebody and you have that meeting coming up, oh, Lord, now, you know, got to ship it up. You know, hey, time stop. What? Why? you go going to see your beloved. God is your beloved. God has done everything for you. What do you have that wasn't given to you by the Lord? But yet, sometimes the thing that we have, the children that we have, become more important than the love that gave it to us. So, what a loving God that we have. And I want to read to you again the memory text that we have today. It's an important text because from time to time we forget it said, who is God like unto thee that forgive iniquity and passeth the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retained not his anger forever because he delight. He what? The Bible said in Ezekiel, I do not rejoice. I do not, I'm not happy in the death of the wicked. All I want is for the wicked to change and live. And God asked a question. Turn ye, turn ye. Why would you want to die? It's like God do not even understand this. I, mean, I don't get this. Turn, change. I will forgive your transgression. If you have come short, if you have forsaken the Lord, if you have looked over now on the other side and thought the grass was greener, God said, turn ye, turn ye. I will forgive your transgression because I delight in what? In mercy. Because God loves you. He wants to be with you in heaven. Someone once said now, for anybody that is lost, for anyone that is lost, there will be a very, very empty place in in God's heart for eternity. Because can you imagine this now? None of us is the same. So the relationship that we can have with God, nobody else can have it. So he created you for his glory. So that's why he wants you to be in heaven with him. Many times we think, you know what? Well, God so loved us and we kind of lost in the us. No, God so loved you. It is for you that he did all of this thing. Now watch the second part of the text. It says, thou, he will turn again and he will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities and thou will cast them, their sin, in the depth of the sea. See, one of the tallest mountains that we have in the world is the Mount, is which mountain again? Mount Everest. Many people will die. It's about 29,000 feet tall. It's about five mile and a half. It's a pretty tall mountain. The Bible says if your sin is like the mountain, God will do what? He will cast it in the depth of the sea. The depth of the sea is about 36,000 feet. Everest, 29,000 feet. The depth of the sea, 36,000 feet. So what is that telling you That God said, no matter how big your sin is, I got a remedy for it. Where sin abound, grace did much more Abound. So come here today and receive the love of glory. The that love that loves you. The loving God that wants you to be in eternity with him. Do not let nothing hold you back for this journey. Because God has paid the ticket for you. It's a free journey. All you have to do is do what? Accept this free gift. It is a gift of God. For by grace we are saved. Not of our own. But by his own what? his own love. Now do you realize. If somebody owe me a thousand dollars. I wish I had a thousand dollars. And I said, you know what. You, since you can't pay me. Don't worry about it. Now what just happened. This person is dead what. Free. I just lost a thousand dollars. So when Christ died. In, in the cross for you. He did a switch. In his switch he gave you his life, and he wants your life in return. All you have to do is to do what? Is to give it. To finish, I want to show you something that's very important that you don't realize. that In the Bible, in Revelation, there are seven seals, seven trumpet, there are seven what churches, a lot of sevens, right? Seven plagues. The seven trumpet, I was at the end of the seventh trumpet, when the angel is about to sing, or to, to sound, the mystery of God will be fulfilled, as he had announced to his prophet. As you ever taught in a wonder, say, what is the mystery of God? What is that mystery that will be fulfilled at the end of the seventh trumpet? And the mystery is a mystery that was revealed to us, the children of God, is at the sound of that trumpet, the character of God shall be fully reproduced in his children. John said in John in first John three, Behold what manner of love that God has bestowed unto us that we shall be called children of God. We do not know what will happen, but what we do know, paraphrasing, that when he come we will be like him. So when God come back, he's not coming back for half baked people, he's coming for people that look exactly like him. My question to you now, how far are you in this journey now in reproducing the character of God? Are you surrendering yourself to God? Are you asking God to come into your heart and make yourself anew again? Are you willing now to be crucified like Paul said? For, listen up, Paul said now, I've been crucified with Christ. But yet, I live, but not I. Christ lived in me. To live is to live for Christ, he said. Who are you living for this morning? We're so bombarded with bills, stress about the job, family problem, this and that, school, here and there. And yet we forget the most important thing. Christ tells to Martha, 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 Martha. Martha. <laughs> you worry about a lot of stuff. But I can tell you this, though. Mary has chosen the most important thing. Have you made your choice yet for God? Have you said, now nah, this is years almost finished, Lord. And I know I wasn't being faithful in everything. I know I've come short, Father. I've done a lot of wrong, but I know, God, you are a loving Father. That is loving mercy. I'm coming home to you again. Please take me as yours and reproduce in me your character again, Lord. Jesus said, I'm coming. I'm going to my Father to prepare for you what? A mansion. It's good that I go and I'm coming again and I will receive you unto myself. Because when God sees you again, the next time, the other time, the last time, all he's going to see is Jesus in you. Do you have Jesus in your life today? Now, we are about to close and I want to make an appeal. And the appeal, again, is for everyone. Again, you know yourself. I know myself. I have come short so many times in this year. I have looked over the other side of town and think, you know what, maybe I should check it out before, you know, it's too late. God is calling me again and said, "Gee, come home to me. There's nothing in this world for you. All I want to give you is peace. I know the plan that I've formed for you. The plan that I want for you is a plan that will give you what? Peace and safety. I want today to rededicate my life to God again. And I want to go home and say, Lord, please, I am yours. Do whatever you want with me. Lord, save me in spite of me. Save me because you love me. Save me because I cannot save myself. And if you want to do the same thing with me, please stand and let's pray together. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Let's bow our head and pray. Again, open your heart again. Talk to God. He knows everything. He knows your secret. He knew your thought, your temptation, everything. Open your heart and speak to the Lord. Let's, talk for, let's keep in silence for a few seconds. Talk to God and reveal to him all your deepest need, what you're looking for, what you need, and ask for his help. Ask for his Holy Spirit to come into your life today, to take control and to give you victory. the heavenly father we are nothing without you lord we have come short so many times of your glory we have done so many things wrong father but you promise that if we come to you you will cast our sin in the depth of the sea father forgive us lord forgive us of our many sin father renew us again reproduce your character in in, in our life help us to be faithful to you from now and forever. Live in our life, Father, in our heart. Transform us and renew a right spirit into our mind. Bless this church, Father. Bless the member of this church. Bless them with your Holy Spirit and help them, Father, be a light in this community, a light at their job, a light at the house, wherever they're going, Father, today. And let this day, Father, be a special day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.